guys and welcome back to another episode of getting animated how are you guys all doing i hope you are having an awesome week um we are here back again and i'm so happy to be talking to you guys um i feel like i say that every week but i'm generally happy to be talking to you guys um so just a little few updates i'm going to be at wasabi con this weekend so when you guys are listening to this i will be in jacksonville florida um so if you guys are listening to me by that time or if you're on your way there and you just happen to to the podcast uh look out for me um i'm going to be actually working there which i'm really excited about um i don't know if you guys ever had the opportunity to work a convention before but it is actually a lot of fun um not only do you get free entrance into the cons but it's just like an extra step of just knowing what makes going like what makes the con so much fun um a lot of people just like to go purely for the fact of just going but i always like to dig a little bit deeper and know exactly what makes a con a con and what makes it so exciting and enjoyable so that's like my little spiel (laughs) about working at a con but i will be working there so if you see me make sure you say hello and definitely check out getting animated on instagram i will be uh, either going live or i'll just be talking about uh, some of the events and things that are going on there's also i know this voice of sailor jupiter that's going to be there so i'm very excited to see her and meet her I, I am in the process of having a very, very special guest on the next episode, so you don't want to miss out on that. Make sure you turn on your notifications. Make sure that um, you look out for any updates because there is going to be a very, very, very special guest on next week. Hopefully, fingers crossed, make sure you look out for that announcement, and I'll definitely uh, be letting you guys know more about that as the time comes. So let's jump into anime news, shall we? Live action Cowboy Bebop production is put on hold for seven to nine months due to John Cho's injury. Apparently, John Cho injured his knee on the New Zealand set. The Deadline website reports that the accident happened on the last take of a routine and well-rehearsed scene a few episodes into the 10th episode production and that Chow was returned to Los Angeles for surgery and rehabilitation. Deadline adds that Netflix decided to keep Chow instead of recasting and will wait until late spring or early summer to resume production so Chow can rehabilitate. Um, this is like not to make this about me, but I do want to say it has officially been one year since I broke my ankle and had to go into emergency emergency surgery. Um, so I feel, I feel for John right now. I hope him a speedy and fast recovery. I know it stinks and it's crazy. You can literally break a bone and then it just changes everything that you have going on or planned for the next like eight months like it's no joke when it comes to breaking a bone and it sucks that the production is going to be on hold however I think it's really nice and sweet and dope that they're not going to do any recasting like Netflix could be a complete jerk and said you know screw it like we're just going to go ahead and get our own like we're going to go ahead and get a different person altogether. but I'm glad they're going to let him take the time to heal 
and pick up where they left off after that. So I really hope that this, um, when it does come out, it's going to be better than ever, especially um, since, you know, John's gone through this this horrible, massive thing. I hope that overall, like at the end of everything, it's going to be an amazing production after all. Next, we have some really exciting news for all those Ghibli fans out there, which I think everyone's pretty much a Ghibli fan at some point. HBO Max is going to be streaming Studio Ghibli films in spring 2020. HBO Max and G-Kids announced on Thursday that HBO Max will be streaming the entire Studio Ghibli film library of 21 feature films in spring 2020. This deal marks the first time that Studio Ghibli films will stream on any platform. The announcement also noted that Spirited Away, My Neighbor, Totoro, Princess Mononoke, Howl's Moving Castle, Kiki's Delivery Service, Ponyo, Castle in the Sky, The Princess of Kaguya, and other films will be available at the launch. Now they have the full streaming site, but I'm not gonna go through all of them. Um, guys, this is huge. It's huge and annoying at the same time, because immediately I was like, wow, now I have to sign up for HBO Max, when I didn't even wanna sign up for another streaming service. Like I was already telling myself, I wasn't going to sign up for Disney, I already have Funimation, I already have Crunchyroll. I kid you not, I had to talk myself out of having High Dive because I was just like, I don't need this much. Like, I just don't need this much. And now, here comes HBO Max. Like, I want to be able to watch Spirit Away anytime, whenever I want. Like, that is just a dream. Like, I would just love that. And not to mention all these other amazing Ghibli films. Like, you could literally have a Ghibli movie night at your crib. And it's no ads, no skipping, no buffering. Like, clear 1080p or more on your HK TV. Like, this is dope. This is just so dope. And I'm really excited for this. I know um, a lot of other people are super excited for this. I just wonder what this means for G-Kids because... I feel like one of the biggest things that G-Kids um, thrives off of is the fact that you can't really see um, the Studio Ghibli films, like, so often. Ghibli, like, would they need to continue having Studio Ghibli films in theaters if it's going to be available on um, the streaming platform? I mean, granted, not everyone's going to have HBO Max. People still like the idea that you'll be able to see these classic movies in theaters so there's it's touch and go as far as how this can really change a lot of things but I like that these big companies are targeting anime fans I feel like it really shows how anime is starting to become more mainstream and more accepted because and the, let me tell you the reason why I also like it it's because of the fact that now we're gonna get more stuff I mean yeah like we're gonna have to pay for it but, like, the fact that we're getting more stuff, like, if you're going to pay for HBO Max for Boondocks already, right, isn't this a perk? Now you're getting Studio Ghibli films as well. Like, it's the same thing with Amazon Prime. I don't like to think about Anime Strike too much, but that whole idea as well, like, the fact that you were able to get more anime and newer anime because these big companies were buying it 
we still have our gripes with Netflix and the way that they put things out. But regardless, it's dope to see these companies paying attention to what we want to see. Next on anime news, Crunchyroll joins forces with Webtoon for new animated content. Crunchyroll announced on Tuesday that it has paired up with the digital publisher Webtoon to bring new original animated content to the streaming service. The new animated projects will be based on Webtoon's on Webtoon's own property catalog. Webtoon's catalogs include many manga-inspired series. The platform's most popular web comics include Lore Olympus, True Beauty, Unordinary, I Love You, and that's Y-O-O, and Sub-Zero. The service's comic selection ranges from romance, drama, comedy, fantasy, and thrillers. Both Webtoon and Crunchyroll will have the distribution, licensing, and retail of each new series. This is so big. <laughs> this is so big if you ever read any webtoon ever. Um, I personally just got into Lore of Olympus. I heard lots of things about it. I've always loved fan art of it. I never really knew what the story was about. Immediately, I kid you not, I was hooked. Like, hooked. Now I'm reading a different webtoon where uh, I forgot the name of it. Oh man. What is the name of that webtoon? Um, it's just so crazy. It's a thriller. And I know... Oh, okay. So the current webtoon that I'm reading right now is My Deepest Secret. So it's about this guy and this girl. And they're in love or whatever. And, like, apparently the guy is, like, Mr. Perfect. He's so cute, so dreamy, so sweet. But he has a dark side. And she hasn't found out about it yet. And I'm so excited to read this because I was on YouTube. Those I'm telling you, those targeted ads work. I was on YouTube looking up like lo-fi beats or something, and I ended up seeing like a commercial for it, and it looked interesting. It got me to download Webtoons, and now I'm reading it. So I think this is an amazing thing because I have always said I want more anime to be geared towards people my age like I want anime that's you know just more adult like that can be a love story but it doesn't have to be set in high school like I like I want more college romances and things like that like that's just something I want call me old or whatever whatever so I know there's so many like Josie series on webtoon I know there's so many great thrillers on webtoon that I haven't even read yet and this is just Oh, this can open the door for so many new anime out there. Um, now, people have been saying, is it really technically going to be anime? Because, you know, such and such and such. Who knows? But in my book, if it's coming from Crunchyroll, I'm going to assume it's anime. It's come from Webtoons. I'm assuming, you know, they have a lot of manga series that is just going to be turned into anime. So I think this is amazing. I'm so excited for how this is going to come out. I will be talking more about this as we see more content coming out from it. Um, what do you guys think? Like, I just don't see a bad side in this. Actually, the only downside I could see about this entire thing not working out is there's a lot of manga out right now that I pray could get made into an anime series. So, 
I'm not saying that they would never actually become an anime series. That's not, I mean, with them partnering up with Webtoon, that doesn't necessarily mean that no other uh, manga would be able to turn into an anime. But I would hate if this just like somebody picked a Webtoon over like an anime that I would have cared for, if that makes sense. But even then, I don't feel like that's even a possibility because they're focusing more, they're focusing mostly on webtoons. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited. I'm so excited. I think Killing and Stalking is from Webtoon. Like the website, if that becomes an anime, I will scream. Killing and Stalking is like one of the most effed up series that I've ever seen in my life. Besides Metamorphosis, the manga listen read if you dare it's called metamorphosis that's like the worst manga i've ever read in my life it doesn't have a bad story but it's just like a tragic story like it's awful it's so sad like it's one of those things where you just keep reading but you don't know why you keep reading it and then it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse and then like when you're done with it you still don't feel satisfied because it was so bad um, but that's one thing. But killing and stalking, like I get off track. Killing and stalking um, is second on my list as for like effed up series. Um, a lot of people were into it. I can't find myself being into it because it's just it's just too much. Like my too much, too much abuse, too much things going on. Watch, I like I don't want that to become an anime. I will scream. I don't even know what I would do like but the fan base is so big for it so that could be a possibility but I just I don't know so that's it for anime news this week let's take a break So this week on Topic Time, it's kind of going to be a little bit all over the place. Um, I'm going to be talking about just some things that I've been watching, um, some first impressions of the new anime this season. Um, so yeah, let's jump right into it, shall we? So let's talk about My Hero. Um, the first episode of season four just came out last week. Um, and by the time you guys are listening to this, it, the second episode of the new season would have dropped today. Um, so let's talk about the first episode. I liked it. I personally enjoyed it. I thought it was a very sweet, uh, very cute opener. Um, here's the thing. The only thing that I feel like I could really have a huge grapple with is the fact that they legit took the time out to break down everyone's quirk. Now they do that because there's so many kids and just in case you don't remember everybody's quirk, they want to let you know just, you know, as a heads up. Like, here's Deku's quirk, here's Todoroki's, here's Bakugo's, like, here's everybody's traits. But we're on season four. That would have made sense on season two. Maybe even season three. But the fact that you guys <laughs> took the time out to let everybody know who everybody is and their quirk. It's like we're on season four. We already know. We already know what everyone's quirk is. It just doesn't make sense to me that they went through and broke down everybody's quirk again. Um, I feel like that was just like a waste of time. But it was a very sweet 
somber like episode it, I, to me it felt like it was the calm before the storm you know what I mean like you know something crazy is about to happen but everything be mad chill mad happy smiles and stuff laughter cute moments you know they just I feel like they put the filler right in the beginning so from here on it it is nothing but craziness and I feel like it's just gonna kick off an insane season I've spoken to a lot of people they think the opposite they think this is a waste of their time which again that's fair to think that but I from the way that my hero has taught us and treated us I don't expect that that was a waste of our time I feel like everything um, I feel like this really meant something you know this was the calm this was the sweet this was you know just a light-hearted way to approach all the devastation and darkness that we're probably gonna have this season like I feel like they didn't do it like other shows for example like attack on Titan a lot of stuff would be happening right crazy stuff and then they throw like a filler right in the middle of all the chaos and you're just like why did you give me this like what I'll never forget there was an episode of attack on Titan where it went back into their childhood but I swear to you we've already seen that same scene in season one it was like why are you showing me this and it took up so much time that it ended on a cliffhanger but that whole episode was a waste and I was so mad so like I like the fact that my hero doesn't do that at all and when it's a fight or when there's crazy things happening it all really does build up until the very last moment then they climax and then you might get a filler later on once the climax is done so i think the pacing of the show is really important and my hero does a beautiful job so i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt for that week episode um based on the preview it looks like um the toxic evil plan or evil gang group is starting to have a meetup and then i think this is what's gonna be um what the first episode should have been you know what i mean um i also got the chance to watch bear stars i decided i'm going to read bear stars instead of watch the anime um the story looks really interesting and I would love to know more on where it's going. The music is just, you know, chef kiss perfect. I just can't get past the CGI. Like I, I just, or I don't even know if it's CGI cause I'm not an expert on art and things like that. But that 3D look, I just cannot stand it. I, I tried my best to look past it. I was just trying to ignore it. But generally, I just did not like the art style. And I felt like I would appreciate all of it more if I just read the manga. But like I said, the story looks interesting. It's, um, <laughs> Zuman calls it Zootopia, which cracks me up every single time because I'm like, no, it's not Zootopia. But I do like the aspect that these animals have these human personalities and just it is all set in like a school and you have the carnivores and then you have the people who uh, the herbivores and I just I really like that whole thing like I really like the dynamic and I feel like I'm watching Degrassi or 
I don't want to say euphoria, but Degrassi more, and it's just like a lot of chaos and a lot of things, and it's all hierarchy and school and things like that, so I feel like that's actually going to um, keep me interested, and I feel like just based on looking at different manga pictures and things like that, I genuinely feel like I'm going to enjoy the manga. Another show I was able to catch was, okay, I might butcher it, it's Kabu, it's Kabuki Chow Sherlock, um, and that's just a new show of the season as well. This show is actually really interesting, so it's a twist on the old Sherlock and Watson bit, and um, Sherlock is not that kind of dreamy detective that you always hear about he's incredibly smart like you would imagine him to be but he's also um like a stage player or something it's completely weird and not something that you typically would be um you would typically see about sherlock but i just find this particular show really interesting and i feel like i'm going to keep watching it throughout the season because I just, I love murder mysteries and things like that, and I just found this to be so interesting, and the way that they set up how the murder was put together, and while you, and you watch him kind of piece everything together, it's just like mind-blowing, so I think I'm going to be watching this, plus I, it's kind of funny, it's like a comedy as well, because um, there's different detectives, and I think one of my favorite characters is the neat freak detective, so he goes to these crime scenes but he always has like gloves and napkins and he just doesn't know what I said napkins really weird um napkins and things like that and he just kind of cleans up behind him and he's like gross and he doesn't want to touch it, all these things and like I said Sherlock is incredibly smart but he's also kind of a jerk as well like he does not care about hurting anyone's feelings um and he uses all his deduction all the time so it's like really 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 aggravating I don't know but I think I'm definitely going to be watching it this season so those were my first few first impressions a lot that was a lot to say um for this season I'm obviously going to be talking about a lot more and the things to come um that are coming out progressively I know this is kind of a short episode and I'm sorry but I promise next week I will definitely make it up to you guys thank you so much for listening and just tuning into the conversation remember you can follow me at getting animated on Instagram along with getting animated on Twitter and Dusty Senpai on Twitter I can't wait for you guys to see my special guest that I have next week and I can't wait to talk to you soon bye guys